Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, about 13, 14 minutes usually, but every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word, and that is vital for our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So to be strong in our faith, we have to be students of God's Word on an ongoing basis. Help people in your life grow in their faith by sharing these studies with them through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. You may help somebody not only grow stronger in their faith, but come closer to God, and maybe even you'll help them get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We are moving along in our line of thought and study, asking the question, what would you give or what would you take in exchange for your soul? Now, we know what the answer should be, don't we? But what does your life say? The way you're living your life or the way that somebody in your life is living their life, what does, your, what does their life say? Are they giving something? Are they taking something in exchange for their soul? Jesus asked the question in Matthew 16, verse 26, for what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? The answer is a no-brainer. Nothing is worth losing your soul over. Nothing is worth giving in exchange for your soul. But again, how are you living your life? What does your lifestyle say? Or what does the lifestyle of a brother or sister in your family say? Or a friend? Or maybe even a parent? Or a child? Now, maybe that child's old enough to be making their own decisions about which way they're going to go in life. What does their life say? Are they taking something? Are they giving something in exchange for their soul? Well, I want us to get into that today. In verse 26 again, Jesus asks that question, probing question. He puts it in two forms. What if a man gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Once again, we know the answer, what the answer should be. But what does your life say? What does the life of that person you care about say? What do we keep saying in this program as we introduce it every single day? Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So we need to be diligent students of God's word. We need to be in God's word. Are you in God's word regularly, consistently, frequently? Now, if you're listening to these studies every day, then you're in God's word. But you need to go beyond that even. But what is that person you care about in your life? And be honest now. Be honest with yourself because that person needs your honesty as to how they're living their life if they're not living it in accord with God's word, with God's teachings. What does their lifestyle say? Are they taking something or are they giving something in exchange for their soul? Hmm probing questions again, isn't it? Can you help them by getting them into God's word? 
The Apostle Paul wrote in Roman, uh, I'm sorry, in, in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, he said, study one translation. Another, other translations say, be diligent. The sense is the same, whichever translation you use there. To present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of God. Handling correctly, understanding and applying correctly the word of God. How much are you in God's word? How much is that person you're concerned about in your life in God's word? It might be a son or a daughter. It might be a parent. It might be a grandparent. And you say, I love them so much. Do you love them enough to get them into God's word? Now, let's, let's pose some scenarios. What would you give, what would you take in exchange for your soul? What is your soul worth? Well, we've already talked about that. God put the price tag of the physical life of his son on the cross as the price tag, the value of your soul. Jesus died for you, for that spiritual being within you that will live on for eternity. He died so that you could have, so that your soul could be with him forever in heaven. What's your soul worth? The whole world? Jesus posed that possibility. But of course, it's rhetorical. Get real. I mean, you're not going to get the whole world. Well, what is your soul worth then? Let's think in terms that we can relate to more realistically. <laughs> How about $5 million? If the devil put a temptation in front of you that if you would become unfaithful to God, you could become involved in some kind of venture or some kind of activity, it might even be thievery, and you could become wealthy, you could have $5 million dollars well, probably not going to get that either. What about $500,000? What about $100,000? What about $50,000? Well, that's still a lot of money. What about $5,000? You see where I'm going with this? How much would you take in exchange for your soul? If you're talking about the riches of this world, how many riches, how much riches would be worth losing your soul over? If those riches or acquiring those riches required that you live an unfaithful life before God and Jesus, that you lived a non-dedicated life, a sinful life, that you were engaged in sinful practices on an ongoing basis, I've told the story many times by way of teaching about a man who supposedly offered a woman, I think we would understand a young woman, he offered her, as the story goes, $50,000 a year. He would give her. Also a nice apartment he would pay for. He would buy her clothes, pay for them. He would provide food for her and give her a car, and he would give her a charge card. 
if, he, if she would simply become this rich man's mistress. Now, flattered, she said, yes. Then he asked her, how about if I just gave you $50 a night? She was insulted, flustered, and she said, what do you think I am? And he responded, what you are has already been established. Now we're just discussing price. What would you give in exchange for your soul? What would you be willing to do to give up your soul's salvation, your eternal life in heaven? Now, let me ask you, what would you, what would that family member you're concerned about, that friend, what about that associate, maybe it's a work associate, whatever, whoever it is, maybe it's a number of people in your life, maybe you're struggling personally with your commitment, your dedication spiritually to God in Christ. What is your soul worth? Are you giving up your soul for drunkenness? Are you giving up your soul for drugs? Are you giving up your soul for laziness, not willing to work diligently for your living? Are you giving up your soul so that you don't have to live a life of open commitment to God and Christ? You don't want to have to be at church services, hardly ever, if ever. You don't want to have to read the Bible regularly, Are you giving up your soul so that you can just be lazy? Are you giving up your soul for sexually immoral practices? Are you giving up your soul so that you can live in a state of sexual immorality? Maybe living with a man or a woman to whom you're not married, but living with them as though you were married? Are you raising your children to follow your example of ungodliness, of sinfulness, and somehow thinking somehow it's going to turn out to be okay for them? You're giving up your soul, but through your example, or in spite of your example, you think they're going to ultimately be in heaven themselves? Who do you think they learn from? Are you giving up your soul for ungodly business deals? Maybe cheating, lying, deceiving? What's your soul worth? What's your soul worth? What has all of that gotten you? Have you ever observed through news stories how many Wealthy people appear to live unhappy, unfulfilled lives. You see, the riches of this world, they only go so far. They're rather shallow in what they can really give us and do for us and fulfill us. If people are focused just upon 
the things of this world and the ways of this world, the riches of this world even, we could say, their life is already a failure. The Hebrews writer talks about Moses, who was raised in the palace of Pharaoh of Egypt. And yet he recognized he needed to give all of that up to walk with God's people, his own people. And God blessed him through that decision. We'll finish our study next time. Let's pray. Father, help us to stay focused. Help us to always realize nothing is worth losing our soul over. Help us to live in such a way that we can be with you forever in heaven. Strengthen us, guide us, sustain us, please. Please, Father, we pray at this time. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.